Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 150, this sesquicentennial episode. Yes, that was a baby crying at the beginning of the episode. It'll all be explained later. Very happy to have on the podcast this week, The Ghosts of Liberty. The Ghosts of Liberty are Emma and Tyler Millard. They are from Oak, not Oak City, North Carolina, but Oak Ridge, North Carolina. Uh, you hear us refer to Oak City because I got the name wrong several times, but I cut all that out except for a couple places. Very exciting. They are married, and they have a just wonderfully cute little daughter uh, who you'll also hear from in the episode. You can, of course, find their music in the show notes or search Ghosts of Liberty on the internet. Here they are right now, the Ghosts of Liberty. Well, I don't believe in anything Nothing without proof And I spend my whole life searching Searching for the truth And it seems crazy that from seven billion There's meant to be these two Just you for me And me for you But I saw you in my dreams Years before we meet Years before you'd see me Years before you'd see me differently I saw you in my dreams And crazy though it seems Here you are in front of me Well, I don't believe in anything, but I do believe in us. And I know if I had your hand in mine, and that's all there ever was, well, I could walk until the end of time with nothing but your love to hold me up. And that'd be enough, cause I saw you in my dreams. Tears above a smile I've fallen down, down waiting Like petals down the aisle I saw you in my dreams And crazy though it seems Here you are in front of me But it was always you You were always there Always your skin, always your hair. Then I had my doubts, and you had yours. We made our peace, and we made our wars. But it was always you I fell into. Dreams, 
crazy though it seems Here you are in front of me Okay, so the story with Prologue is I was getting ready to propose to Emma. It was probably, I don't know, a month or two out. And I was like, ah, is it cliche that we're both musicians and I'm going to write a song to propose to her? So I, was, I wasn't going to do it. And then with probably about a month left, I was like, no, that's exactly why I should do it. So... I wrote this song, and um, we both cried through it the first time I played, um, the night the night that I proposed, and um, I don't know, it was just, it, it was, you know, they say, like, your wedding is the best night of your life, but um, that night was, like, really, really special. Yeah. Uh, all of our night. friends and family were here. And then we had it. We had it recorded. It's under the name M and Ty um, because we, the Ghosts of Liberty didn't exist. At the time. Yeah, we had changed. Yeah, so we had it recorded in time for our wedding. So it was the first dance at our wedding, and Emma wrote harmonies, and we we just messed with the arrangement a little bit. Emma, did you kind of think, okay, you know, because you know, usually when you've been together a while, you can feel a proposal is like in the air. And yeah. did you, like, every time he starts playing it, he comes into the living room, he's playing a song, you're like, oh, here it goes. Is this going to be it? Keeping it from me. I had never heard him, like, tinkering around with it at all. Yeah, I'm a sneaky writer. Yeah. Right. Did you did you think, though, you thought maybe he was going to propose via... Music? Music, yeah. I honestly had no idea. I guess knowing Kai, like, it's, it's par for the course. Like, he definitely goes above and beyond, like, puts a lot of work into things, whether it's like a present or throwing a party or whatever. He's like, loves that kind of thing. So I kind of, it, it wasn't surprising that he chose to do it that way, but. Speak to your state of mind a, a week before I had proposed. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I was having a slight crisis of, <laughs> no, we were, I think I was probably like basically telling, giving him the ultimatum by then. Let's <laughs> just say his timing wasn't a day too soon. <laughs> it was basically it was the, the house is covered in Christmas stuff. I like I specifically remember that, and I just remember sitting on the couch and her crying and being like, "I don't know if we're going anywhere." And I bought this ring <laughs> in like September. Then I had arranged, I'd like made sure that because family is really important to us that like a bunch of her family was going to be in town for Christmas. So this was Christmas Eve when I actually proposed. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, ah, this thing's burning a hole in my pocket. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) He really did not ruin the surprise despite Uh, my efforts. Yeah. It sounded like you were using a lot of the familiar phrases like, uh, you know, I've got so many years invested in this. You know, I just need to know that we're going in that direction. You know, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wasn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, tell the story of how you two met. Before we move on to that, can I mention one more thing about that song oh, prologue? Yeah. Absolutely. One more thing about that song is that there's a last little bit at the end where Emma's singing by herself, and it's all about our daughter who wouldn't exist for three years or however long it's yeah. been. Three. Yeah, three years. So 
that was it. It's kind of, I don't know. It's made the song be a little bit more meaningful. I mean, I didn't know we were going to have a girl or a boy or whatever. I just kind of threw a gender in there and we're like, all right, we'll figure it out when we get, when we get there. Yeah. And now here she is. So, um, and she's actually here with us because she (laughs) woke up in the early (laughs) moments of us getting ready for this. Yeah. Very cute. I can tell she's excited to be on the podcast. Excited because she's being fed seven whole ounces.
So Daddy's Daughter, um, we co-wrote with some guys out in Nashville. And it started out, we wanted something kind of in that dad-gad tuning, like that real swampy sort of kind of rootsy feel. Um, So that's where we started when we were writing it. And it was kind of like, I want to say that the first line of the chorus was the first thing we came up with. Like, if you leave her. And then it was like, uh, standing all alone at the altar. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, what's the song going to be? It, it's one of those where there's no, like, conceptual idea going in. It was more just, this is the sound we're kind of trying to do today. Um, <laughs> so then it became sort of like, oh, this is funny. Like, like if you leave her standing alone at the altar, daddy's daughter... You know, it, it kind of wrote itself a little bit, but it was sort of just like it, immediately clear it was going to be like this tongue in cheek, like this girl who's got a <laughs> her her uh, guns. <laughs> yeah, but her uh, gar- garter is acting as a, a, a holster, holster for a gun just in case this guy decides he's going to try and get away <laughs> at the altar. To me, what I remember about that day was it was like these California boys were coming up with all these kind of gun references and you were having to, I was having correct, to like reel it in and be like, be like, that's not really what that <laughs> word be like, like a magazine. Like what's a, what's a brand? I'm like Smith and Wesson. So it's like Smith and Wesson. Is daddy and they, they thought but it was, they Smith kept and, saying Smith and Weston. Yeah. Like the hotel. <laughs> it was, it was real. So they were having so much fun. See, I was grew up in Texas, like mm. around, I knew how to shoot a gun when I was young, safely, I might add, like right. nothing crazy. But yeah. you know, they, they didn't teach you to style just that it's like shoot oh, randomly is, or something like that. <laughs> this is very controlled out on like the farm kind of thing. So so yeah, it was kind of funny writing that alongside these guys who are like, I've never I've never even seen a guy. <laughs> no, but um, but it was fun. So it was totally like tongue in cheek. And the the whole idea of it was just to be, you know, the sound was kind of like the priority. And then like the story kind of came after that, but it all fit together pretty well. Um, And I would say like the coolest hook of the song isn't even the words. It's that ooh kind of part that just evolved over time. Right, Ty? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's Andrew Ripp singing on there. I think it's, yeah, both of us, and I think maybe some harmony, too. I can't remember. We recorded this probably like two years ago, January. So you recorded all these songs separately? Those three we recorded all in the same, like, two days. But, Say specifically. Uh, okay, so Roanoke River, Daddy's Daughter, and Sundown to Sunrise we recorded all within, like, a three-day trip to Nashville um, in this guy, Kenny Davis's studio. Um and then we released them as singles kind of throughout the rest of the year. So now, uh, can you tell me how you guys met? So my brother, Mark, he went to school with Emma. Emma's five years younger than me. And <laughs> he knew that I was home in um, the Oak Ridge kind of Greensboro area trying to Oak make City. the Oak City. <laughs> I think the whole, yeah, that whole area is just called Oak City, you know. Well, it's funny because Raleigh, I think, is the city of Oaks. There you go. Yeah, that's true. I think. I don't know. So um, Mark knew that I was um, trying to do the music thing here. 
And I think he'd reached out to Emma like a year prior to us meeting and she was still living in Raleigh in the city of Oaks. Um, and I don't know if you were a hundred percent going to try to make music a career choice at that time. I well, I will never forget. Cause like the, f- I, I went out with, actually it was my tax return money. Like I think it was 2000 and as one does 12 or 13, like my first job out of college. Can you hear me? Oh, no, I'm waving at the baby. Sorry. You guys keep talking. I'm, I'm just going to play with the baby. I thought she might be looking at me. Yeah. Kind of looked like she was. Hey. Yeah, for hey. sure. <laughs> That's fun. So I went out the first year I had a real big girl job. I was a leasing agent in an apartment complex. And I, I took my tax return money straight to Guitar Center. Um, and I was just like, just give me like the, the cheap, like, starting out home recording set that I need. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I've been a my whole life, but like, I've never fooled around with like producing, you know, recording or anything. So it was like, I want to try like making, you know, YouTube videos or something like just for fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got burps. We got burps happening. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. So. So the first thing I think I recorded was either uh, Boney Bear, Skinny Love, or um, the Lumineers, uh, Ho Hey. I definitely did both of those. I can't remember the first one. But then I like put it on Facebook and was like, hey, guys, like I've tried out this new thing. See what you think. <laughs> so I think Mark, my brother, saw that very first uh, time and was like, oh, this is great. Like my brother's also doing music and in uh, Greensboro and he's always looking for people to collaborate with. Um, so like hit him up if you're in town and I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. But I, at that point wasn't, you know, thinking about moving back to Greensboro and, and wasn't really trying to pursue music seriously yet. So, um, it wasn't until I actually, I did build up, um, more of a full-time gig or a full-time set repertoire when I moved back home to Greensboro and decided I did want to do music about a year later. Um, and then Tyler himself reached out again on Facebook Messenger, and I was like, hey, why not? Like, <laughs> take all opportunities, say yes to everything kind of mindset. So that is how Tyler and I came to meet spring of, what, 2014? Yep. Yeah. So Emma, Emma came over to my parents' house because that's where I was living at the time, trying to save money while playing at pizza restaurants and things. Which I mean, it's an honest we, living. Yeah, we yeah. still take gigs at <laughs> yeah. local restaurants. We're not here to to talk down about any kind of gig. <laughs> and Emma came in, and we basically um, we just probably like messed around played through some songs yeah whatever and then we started trading gigs if she couldn't take something she would pass it off to me or vice versa and emma opened up for my band a couple of times and came to our open mic nights and Mm -hmm. you know i accidentally crashed one of his like uh tinder dates uh my only tinder date (laughs) (laughs) you you attended my only tinder date ever he had invited some girl that he's like matched with on Tinder to meet him, meet him up at uh, 
JP Looney's where they were, they used to have a sports bar where they were used to host, um, open mic nights. And I, he also told me to come up there like, Hey, the guys and I are hosting open mic night tonight. And every so often I'd try and make it. So I came and, and there's Tyler like sitting at one of the booths across from some girl. And I'm like, Oh, this must just be like a friend of everybody. Like everyone's friends with the band. <laughs> so I just scooted into a the group. Room. You're saying groupie is what you're trying to say. You thought <laughs> well, she was like, a groupie. There was this big fun like constituency of all kinds of individuals that would come out for these open mic nights. So Oak City. Uh, <laughs> so of those people, I, it was always like you never know who you're gonna meet. And so I'm like, oh, another friend. So I sit, I sit down in the booth next to Tyler, and it wasn't like <laughs> the next day or something where he's like, hey, thanks for uh, crashing my. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he cared that much. Nah. It would. It wasn't. Uh, wasn't to be. <laughs> did he? Did he look like he was having a good time when you walked in? Yeah, but Tyler's like he gets along with everyone. Like he's friends with all kinds of people. So I was like, oh, this is just him talking to some girl that's like here for that's the open mic night. Some girl that's twenty-two, probably. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> of a southern man, daughter of a free man, children of the civil war, blackbird on a limb, both of them diving in deeper than they've been before, and I But I can't stop And if they get caught It's gonna be hell to pay So baby, meet me down by the rolling oak River where the cool dark water meets the full moonlight If we can sneak away, maybe we could be together Can't nobody stop the love tonight Didn't know they'd been followed down through the hollow till a hand grabbed her by the arm Blood's thicker than water But even his father ain't never gonna do her no harm And ooh, ooh, Whiskey on his breath They were scared to death And he was meaner than the devil himself It was him or them can call it a sin, but the road no river won't tell. So baby, meet me down by the road no river where the cool dark water meets the full moonlight. If we can sneak away, maybe we could be together. Can't nobody stop in love Can't nobody stop this 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 love
don't know where to start with Roanoke River. Where, let's to, just start with the geography of it. I'm proud to say we have, in fact, been to the Roanoke River. Not in. Uh, not, t- not yeah. But, but it to. wasn't until after we had written the song, <laughs> to be fair. So, so um, we're really into, like, history and, and, I mean, me more so, I'd say, like, historical things and songs and places or whatever. So... <sighs> The, the idea started as, oh, let's do, um, let's do something like set in the Civil War era. Like, just like, that was like a bouncing off point in the writing session. And then it was like, okay, like, wh- for some reason we were trying to come up with a river. Like, we all had our phones out and we're looking at maps of mm-hmm. rivers, like the North Carolina, Virginia area. And it was like, gosh, it'd be nice if there was like a three syllable, because we were kind of saying like, river like okay like like and so we had all these funny like rivers we found pamlico pamlico it's like um no we went to roanoke and it was like roanoke like yeah that slaps like i need uh i don't really use that word like, I'm going to uh, I'm going to edit this so that uh, you say that about every three minutes. You say that little clip. And say, oh, that slaps! Every time Tyler says something, oh, that slaps. Yeah, get ready for that. Perfect. Claire you burst. already signed the release, so you know. It's okay. I bigger fools than me, right? What's the term? Right. Anyways, uh, so. So Roanoke it became, and then we were like, well, I hope that's like a legitimate river and not just like, oh, nobody goes to the Roanoke. Like, <laughs> right. like, so when we were doing the promotion for it, I was like, Tyler, can we just like drive up to the border? Like it's it's not far away. Like it, it runs through Roanoke, Virginia. And also um, it actually lets out in the eastern part of North Carolina. Near Roanoke, which right? Is, like Roanoke. Roanoke like, Rapids. Like near where the lost colony yeah. of Roanoke. The I- Roanoke Island, right? Yeah. So so while we were about to like put some like marketing and stuff behind it, I was like, let's just drive up there and take some pictures like in front of it so we at least can feel good about saying we've been there. Did we bring our dog? We brought the dogs. Both We brought dogs. two dogs? <laughs> I don't know why. Probably because... You felt bad about leaving them at home. Oh my goodness! You're like, yeah, it'll be fine. No, we have the two dogs. No, it would have been just Picture one. This. We didn't have fits yet. Honey, we had fits. We got him in September. Oh wait, that was just the last year. Okay, never mind. We only had Emmett. Yeah. But still, it was still. Uh, I'll step out for a minute while you guys figure this out, and I'll be right back. Yeah, sorry. We're <laughs> no, cool. Tend to go off on these like tangents. No, no, that's good. We're not. Oh, poor baby. So, oh, there's the dogs behind you. Is that what's on the yeah, bed there? On the bed. Okay. Right. Butt to butt right now. I brought them up here originally to so wake well. up the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Claire, Claire Lee showed you. Do you want me to wear her? Uh, no, that's okay for right now. So, let's see. What's my foot on? Her what else about there? Roanoke? That was a fun one to write. It 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 came together pretty quickly too. Uh, it was cool. Like we were like, how do we let's write a song about like 
I don't know. Uh, we wanted to write a like, driving song, and it did not. It oh, yeah, yeah. Like, totally switched that's gears. That's funny. Pun yeah. intended. Totally did. It became also a Swampy Dad Gad song, which yeah. wasn't the intention, but no. worked anyway. So the story itself, I don't know. I feel like um, it's one of those songs you're just like, oh, this is catchy. But like, if you listen to the lyrics, <laughs> it's dark. It's pretty dark. It's like, a, so this, the first words are son of a Southern man, daughter of a freed man, children of the Civil War. So you have like basically a white man and a black girl. A white man, black young girl, black, a white young man in there. Um, and they have this like secret love affair kind of thing. Cause they would both get in trouble if, you know, it's like Romeo and Juliet style. Um, and so in like the second verse, suddenly her, his father finds out and like is drunk and follows them down to the river where they meet up. And in order to save her, he like, Kills his own dad I and mean, like throws him in the Roanoke River. This is like Shakespearean yeah. stuff here. <laughs> yeah, it, the it's you can call dark. it a sin. It was him or them, and the Roanoke River won't tell. So that's Shh. the yeah, that's the line that, that tells you without telling you that they had to make quick work of dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then and then you get the jaunty. So baby, meet me down. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> But I don't know. It kind of works, right? It's like yeah. okay, yeah. dark verses in a light, catchy chorus. That's right. Well, it's like the old, um, you know, the old murder ballads that sound. Some of them sound almost a little uh, peppy, you know, until you listen to the the lyrics um, of them. There you go. I never heard that uh, summarized so well. More from The Ghost of Liberty in just a few moments. Uh, I forgot to mention a while ago that you can find The Ghost of Liberty at theghostofliberty.com. That's not a coincidence. Also, follow them on Instagram and Facebook and find their music on Spotify and Bandcamp and all the music places. And, of course, check these show notes for uh, links to everything. All things Ghosts of Liberty. Yeah, that slaps. Don't forget to subscribe to WNC Original Music. Just search WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcasts or go to WNCOriginalMusic.com. Also, check the show notes for Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah, that slaps. Corrections and clarifications from last week's episode with Lang Owen. Um, a Burgermeister, that's just a, a German word for mayor, and a Meister Burger is German word for uh, apparently mashed potatoes. So we were both right. Yeah, that slaps. Hi, this is Steph Barcelona from Crave Amico. Hola, soy Steph Barcelona del grupo Crave Amico. And you're listening to WNC Original Music. Y estás escuchando WNC Música Original. What's, what's her name? Yeah, her name's Claire Lee, which is... The middle name Lee is after me and, and my mom. We both have Lee for our middle name, so it's kind of just passing down the family family name. Sometimes winning's losing fast And moving past Who is right and who is wrong And sometimes leaving's all I've got Even when I know it 
idea someday we're gonna go around to all of our family members and be like what is the name of our third single and it's gonna be uh sunrise sun up to, sun to sunset uh <laughs> sun up and sundown. somewhere near sunoco uh <laughs> yeah. yeah nobody ever gets it sundown no. to sunrise because it goes opposite like i don't know yeah because it means the middle of the night yeah it means like i love you through the hardest part of a fight like even if we have to stay on up all night sundown to sunrise kind of 
that's the the gist. What if on every album you make, you did a version or you did a song that had some combination, like you were just saying, to really confuse your family? So it'd be like sunrise to uh, sunset, sun sun up to uh, you know that sort of thing. Sun down to sun up. Sun yeah. down to sun up. Sunrise, sunset. Yeah. yeah, you got like you got at least six there. I think we totally should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that song, you know, it's really about the work that goes into making a relationship work. You know, it's not just like straight everything is great and we're in love type of song. It's a like this is an earned love. Eh, song. Yeah, it's like love despite the hard things. Yeah, and um, through the hard things, I remember. Like, when we were writing it, it it brought up a lot for, like, the people in the room. And we were, like... Yeah. It was, like, we kept coming up with lines that were, like, oh, that's too... too, It's too much. (laughs) Too cutting. It's too on the nose. Like, oof. Like, this is getting... This is getting hard, like, mentally to, like, muck around in this subject matter. But we we came upon a way... (laughs) Did she burp again? No, she's... Like she's growling as she's like, like <laughs> my hand that's holding the uh, the pacifier back in her mouth like. <laughs> yeah. She's just she's so feisty. cute. Um, crazy. So we finally came upon a way to say it. Um, one of our co-writers said like, oh, recently a buddy of mine just said, um, sometimes winning is losing fast. Like, like be the first one to give up, right? And it's that sometimes that's what winning looks like. So that was the first line of the song. Um, and again, the whole thing kind of unfolded from the first line. So it was like sometimes winning's losing fast yeah. and moving past who's right and who's wrong. So um, <laughs> and the second verse is kind of cool because it, it says it took our whole world going black and fading fast. Um, what's the next line? <laughs> I mean, that's just the point is it's more of an illusion. Yeah, the vision and my vision loss and that sort of stuff. Right. So just to finally see that all that we had is all that we need. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. So it's it's literal and metaphoric. Um, Do you guys, uh, you write most of your songs together. It sounds like you have co-writers and then um, you both write some of these songs. Yeah, it was just just those three that we really kind of formalized it and had two co-writers plus the two of us each writing on them. Mm -hmm. Most Most of the stuff, I would say most of the stuff we do, though, is is actually just us. Yeah. We're, um, this year, we're, our main goal as a, as a, uh, for this project is to record and release three more songs, so... We're looking forward to that, and those will probably be things um, that we already have in the arsenal that we've written. We just need to figure out. We're working on demos right now, so we want to figure out which three to narrow it down. Yeah, production is always the the most most expensive part of anything. Of like, okay, so how much are we paying for a producer, and then how much, <laughs> what percent does a producer want on the back end, that type of stuff. So. I spent the last like year trying to um, get better at that side of things, so that hopefully we won't need as much work on the uh, yeah 
stuff. So you do you do some home recording? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you knew that Tyler was blind. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So Ty a year and a half ago decided like, all right, I'm sick of like not being able to like produce my own stuff because I can't see the production equipment um, and software. So he started taking classes from this guy who's another blind musician and producer um, who started like basically a school for other blind musicians to learn how to use uh, recording equipment and software from the ground up just with key commands, uh, a keyboard essentially. And it's pretty amazing to see Ty like how far he's come. Sorry. How far he's come with with the production because he'll be sitting over there like not even looking at his computer monitor and like totally like flying on the keyboard and editing music and you know entire demos um producing entire songs basically so it's been a it's been a huge like growth year for him yeah and um a big opportunity for us as a as a duo, just to be able to... Save money. Yeah, like, just record, like, pretty decent-sounding yeah. stuff, even if our finest, our finished project. Yeah. And, and you have the option to record, like, if you just have an idea for something, you're like, I wouldn't bring this into the studio, but I want to start it at home, and then maybe that grows into something uh, that, larger. And, like, just having the freedom... Of like, I could try 10 ideas, and if all of them are crappy, it didn't cost me any money. Well, I see you sitting in the western sun, holding your lines, but letting your colors run. At least that's how it seemed to me. To ashes, we all fell down when you came up. A wildflower from the weeds. This town never seen nothing like you before. Never knew we should be looking for something more in this town. This town. Seeing things we never seen before We drove the doors in this town So I put my hand to the TV screen Holding on to colors Colors I've never seen Afraid I'd never again Then we walked all night But we never left home Turned off the lights And turned all the places I thought I'd known To places I'd never been This town Never seen nothing like 
show her hay bear and maybe it'll help okay usually there's classical music behind this uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. now the, the imagery is gonna have to work oh she's into it though look at that look at that focus don't lose the past are these rain clouds wow <laughs> okay what's the next question wow. okay what about <laughs> this town oh that's a fun one where did you find all these songs? You gotta send them to me. <laughs> Just this isn't a surprise to you. I hope. This is interesting. No, because it's not like readily available. That's no. why I say. Oh, like, okay. You did your research, like? Yeah. Now I-, I did my research by opening the email that you you sent me. Exactly. I uh, yeah. So when we were supposed to do this podcast last year, I had sent him. He asked for this like kind of information sheet and uh i think i'd attached mp3s of okay. different stuff we'd done yeah. okay Go ahead. Do you is this a, yeah. is this a song that's not released yet that you don't want to use use yet or anything you can use it so okay. what happened um with this town during the pandemic we had 
um, the Folks Foundation, isn't that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, the Folks Foundation reached out. Yeah, they they were doing like, I think it was all duets. All a, duos. An album, an album of just people in quarantine putting out a song that was all going to go on this album. Yeah, it was all North Carolina, I think. And it was a literal uh, uh, album, like a like vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and so we just started rolling around ideas and. Um, I feel like you had you had a concept first, and then yeah. So what happened is, uh, we were having a socially distant backyard <laughs> patio Fire. gathering with his his uh, dad and stepmom and some of our family, <laughs> and we were all sitting around like apart from each other, you know, the way that we all did during quarantine. And his dad mentioned like, "Oh, Emma, it just this is just the coolest view, like." I see you sitting there and the western sun's kind of like coming down. It just looks so nice, you know, like it's just the coolest view cuz their backyard's like big. It's like a big field. It's really pretty. Um and I was I said to Tyler on the ride home, I was like, "God, your dad said something that sounded like lyrics. Like I see you sitting there in the western sun." So not to not to make all of our songs sound like we just come up with a first line because that's not how they all write themselves but this one in particular did start with that line also yeah (laughs) so um and then we we went from there the way that tyler and i write when we're alone um is typically not together he'll do some send it to me in a voice memo i'll do some work on whatever he did or change something and send it back to him um and we kind of just like we call it like pen palling. Yeah. <laughs> like we kind of it back and forth until we're like, okay, are we ready to like play it together now? Um, and then we work out even more kinks that way. Like this sounds more natural or I like it slower or this chord sounds better here. Um, and then we had to produce that one on our own. And I think uh, that was before Tyler had like learned how to use key commands. So I was doing the, the brunt of the producing so however it sounds that's that's on me for good or bad <laughs> yeah i mean i i think it's i'm not shy about you know sending out stuff like that um especially because it's it's on an album it's just you couldn't the only pretty much the only place people could find it is from the folks foundation so get yeah. out there in in uh oh, okay. folks yeah. foundation yeah. Now I did um, want to mention the theme for this podcast is from a song I wrote called This Town. So I don't want you guys to hear that later and think I just ripped you off, okay? That's funny. That's yeah. cool. Did you ever read Thornton Wilder's This Town? Yeah, well I saw the play. Our town. Uh yeah, um, our town, yeah. One of my favorite. Um so what well, we have another song that isn't produced or recorded anywhere, but it's it's um, based on that play. Okay, I want to thank the Ghosts of Liberty, uh, Emma and Tyler, for being on the show, and of course, little baby Clara, Clara Lee. Don't forget you can find their music at theghostsofliberty.com. Also, lots of links in the show notes, and um, check the their social media links for upcoming shows. Really enjoyed talking to Emma and Tyler. In fact, there is a companion episode, a bonus episode, 
uh, where we just kept talking for a while. So I wanted to make that something separate because we're looking at approaching an hour on this episode. Uh, so just look for that. It's the uh, Ghosts of Liberty bonus episode. That's just mostly us talking and also Emma uh, doing a whole lot of musical impressions that you do not want to miss. Once again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Just search WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcasts or go to WNCOriginalMusic.com. The closing song this week comes from Mike Walsh. Mike is a singer-songwriter from Iowa. He's got three EPs under his belt. And you can find him uh, on YouTube and Instagram and Spotify. Just check the links in the show notes as usual. Here's Mike Walsh. Have a good week. Mister, it seems your time didn't last As I looked around and no one was frowning I asked my father why no one is mourning We're glad that old man Is buried six feet in the land We rejoice with noise That we never have to see his face Stood around listening of stories of old He was a true bastard, so I'm told No one will remember him after we're done A loser in life, he never won How did this happen and what did he do? Are the stories you tell, are they really true? Most everyone's left and they've all said their peace But his widow, she mutters through her teeth We're glad that old man is buried six feet in the land We rejoice with noise that we never have to see his face
I didn't know if it would be like, oh, this gives it more character or. I mean, it's okay for the baby to be on with you guys. And then I probably want to do later uh, an episode with just the baby. <laughs> That's fine. If we could do that. Read about, uh, in about 15 years. Right. For- <laughs> right. Yeah, that slaps.